Hello, everyone. I think we have Roger Stone, the one and only, the author of Stone's Rules. Roger, are you with us? I am. We seem to have a little um, uh, uh, static there, but I'm yes, indeed, I'm with you. Well, Roger, I appreciate it. I think we're having some technical issues, but I appreciate it. I don't know if you can see me today, but I actually usually wear a white shirt. But today I wore a yellow with blue stripes, and I actually wore a handkerchief in your honor. Because this morning I got scared. I say, what's Roger going to say? I violated a bunch of rules in your book. Roger, I love the book. I'm holding it up now. It's called Stone's Rules. Uh, congratulations! I know it's a bestseller, and uh, I, I'm gonna—I love just love it, and everyone should get it. Whether you believe in Roger or don't, like his politics or don't, tons of fantastic rules. Um, and remember, Roger was also uh, featured in Get Me Roger Stone, a fantastic Netflix documentary. Roger, how are you doing today? Good to be with you, Jack. Good. Yep, yep, it's always good. Roger, so you're at the center of so much. I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, you're at the center of the Mueller investigation, which a lot of people are calling a witch on. What's the latest on it from your perspective? Well, uh, look, there is no evidence of Russian collusion on my part, no collaboration with WikiLeaks. No, I didn't know about the publication of John Podesta's emails in advance. That is, that's a left-wing conspiracy theory. It's spun over and over again because I punked the Democrats about the WikiLeaks disclosures, which were devastating to them during the election. Now I read uh, CNN reports that the special counsel is investigating my personal finances. Uh, Reuters uh, reports that several of my current or former business associates or personal associates have been subpoenaed to the grand jury. Uh, there is speculation that uh, by mostly MSNBC and CNN that Mueller is somehow zeroing in on Roger Stone. You read on Politico uh, today and a couple days ago about the millions of dollars and the army of left-wing lawyers, all Democrats, that Mr. Mueller is assembling, a, ver a, a veritable killing machine you add to this the Bloomberg stories of last week in which he says that he'll decide about charges against Donald Trump uh, in October and report. Uh, and additionally, there is the speculation that he may move to subpoena the president if the president refuses to sit down for an interview, which is clearly just a perjury trap of some type. So uh, I think this is a partisan witch hunt. I know I'm innocent of any crimes uh, having to do with the 2016 election or anything else. Uh, but uh, you always have to be cognizant of a federal prosecutor's ability to swoop up underlings, find wrongdoing on their part, uh, and then squeeze them to uh, recite composed testimony. Uh, I don't know that that will happen, but I suspect that I understand the MO of the special uh, counsel's office. Uh, and I think it's important people understand that Mr. Mueller has no governors, has no uh, oversight or regulation. The federal law that creates special counsels has expired. There is no three-judge panel overseeing the fairness of his inquiry or that would have to approve his expansion into a new area. None of the charges against Paul Manafort pertain in any way to the 20. 
2016 election or Donald Trump or his campaign. This is all a payback for his uh, his work in Ukraine in a democratic election. Uh, so it is uh, it's an inquisition, Jack. It, it is uh, it's a, quite an experience. I hear you, and I've said repeatedly that a prosecutor is the most dangerous person in the world because they squeeze everyone until they flip or say anything they want. It's like torture the government puts it under. And I can't imagine what you and the Manafort family are going for. But, Roger, this has to be costing you a fortune. Uh, any range of your legal costs? And how does a person afford this? Look, uh, it's very clear that Mr. Mueller is assembling a killing machine in which any Republican can be dragged in front of an Obama or Clinton appointed judge and convicted of fabricated crimes or fabricated offenses. Uh, It is uh, very expensive. But I must tell you, Jack, it's an extraordinary experience to have a, a federal prosecutor examining every molecule of your being. Uh, a credible source told my lawyers this week that surveillance of me by the Obama Justice Department and FBI began far earlier than we had suspected, was politically motivated. So thus, my emails have been examined, my text messages have been examined, my phone calls have been monitored. And what is my offense? Supporting Donald Trump for president? Being a successful Trump supporter? All of my political activities, independent of his campaign in 2016, are perfectly legal, and they're out there. And I think they were very effective. Uh, So you have a runaway federal prosecutor. Uh, Paul Manafort, a man who's 70 years old, is in solitary confinement in a a dark uh, closet with only a slit for sunlight, standing bolt upright. Uh, And hardened prisoners will tell you that 24 hours in solitary can break a man. He has uh, almost 19 days before his trial. This is designed to force him to plead guilty because uh, the government wants to avoid a trial. At trial, they're going to have to answer this question. When was Manafort under surveillance and why and how? And they don't want to answer that question. They haven't answered it in discovery. Uh, They continue, uh, Mr. Rosenstein continues to stonewall the Congress about that very issue. Uh, when Rosenstein himself is the man who uh, approved the uh, extension of one of those FISA warrants and is thus implicated himself and should step aside or be terminated, uh, it it is the linchpin of this whole issue. The issue here, Jack, is not Russian collusion. Uh, It is uh, an effort by the Obama Justice Department and the Obama FBI to use the power and the authority and the machinery of the state government to infiltrate Donald Trump's campaign and to surveil members of his campaign for their quote unquote insurance policy in case the improbable happened and he won. And that is what we are seeing today. My legal expenses are going to run in excess of a million dollars. Stories online that say a Roger Stone is worth 20 million are planted probably by David Brock. I'm not a millionaire, I'm not wealthy. This threatens to bankrupt me and my family. I won an important legal victory last week when a lawsuit against me in Washington, D.C., against Donald Trump and I uh, together um, was dismissed for lack of jurisdiction. But in truth, it was dismissed because they could not tie to me to what they claim was a conspiracy in the District of Columbia, a conspiracy that they never proved. Uh, I have the Democratic National Committee suing me. 
I have a, a billionaire Chinese uh, 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 fugitive uh, suing me. I have uh, Robert Mueller poking through every molecule of my personal existence, listening to my emails uh, or reading my emails, listening to my phone calls. Uh, I have all of my associates have been uh, interrogated by FBI agents asking questions about my personal life, my family life, my sex life, my drinking habits, why I'm an advocate for the legalization of marijuana. Uh, I thought this was about Russian collusion. This is an extraordinary invasive and expensive process. And the, the, the goal here, Jack, is to crush me. There's no question. That's what the government does, sadly. Uh, should Trump do something similar to what Ford did with his pardon of Nixon, just to move on, because there's no Russian collusion. Manafort's not in jail for Russia. There's nothing on Russia. Should he just give a blanket pardon to you, to Manafort, to Cohen, to the whole group of them so the country can move on? Uh, I couldn't uh, disagree. I couldn't agree more. Look, my friends have had to set up a legal defense fund for me. It cost a quarter of a million dollars just to get the lawsuit dismissed last week. Um, I have to prepare for an onslaught from the special counsel. Plus, I have to defend in the DN the DNC site. People who want to help can go to StoneDefenseFund.com. StoneDefenseFund.com. Uh, there's a place there where you can give by credit card or you can do by Bitcoin or you can mail a check. But it would be a godsend for my family and I. Uh, they have destroyed my business. Uh, my new book, Stone's Rules, continues to do well despite the attacks on me and despite the fact that Facebook and Twitter uh, and, and other uh, social media uh, outlets have purposely uh, manipulated their algorithms to limit my uh, reach uh, in trying to tell people about this great book. This book's not really an ideological book like my previous books. I've written six books. Uh, my first book, The Man Who Killed Kennedy, The Case Against LBJ, a New York Times bestseller, which I make the compelling case that Lyndon Johnson was involved in a plot with the, the intelligence agencies in the Pentagon, organized crime and big Texas oil, to kill John F. Kennedy. Uh, my book about uh, the truth about Watergate, Nixon's secrets. Uh, my book about the Clinton's war on women, the definitive oppo dump on the Clintons, a book that I will bring out again with new chapters if Hillary runs in 2020. Uh, my book, The Bush Crime Family, about uh, the true story about an American political dynasty, uh, ambition, drug trafficking, assassination, adultery, pedophilia, and massive corruption. Uh, my book, The Making of the President 2016, How Donald Trump Orchestrated an American Revolution, which I think is the most dispassionate but accurate analysis of how and why Trump won the most improbable victory in political history. And now my most recent book, Stone's Rules. Jack, this is more like a field manual for success in life. Whether you're in business or media or politics, or fashion, or tech, or agriculture, or, or entertainment. Uh, these are the rules of the road that have uh, seen me through many, many battles, successful and unsuccessful. You don't have to be a progressive, or, pardon me, you don't have to be a Republican or a conservative or a Trump supporter to enjoy or get value from this book. You could be a Bernie Sanders progressive, you could be a Democrat, you could be a Clinton supporter, 
You could be non-political. You could not care about politics. But uh, this book will give you a handy guide on what to wear, what to eat, what to drive, uh, manners, customs, strategy, uh, how to budget a digital media campaign, what are the key concepts involved in effective advertising, but at the same time, how big should your cufflinks be? Plus, I give you my mother's special recipe for marinara sauce, and now, no longer secret, Dick Nixon's personal recipe for a martini that he called a silver bullet. It's all in this book. Plus, Roger, I have to tell you, the book starts out with my favorite of all time quotes by Teddy Roosevelt, man in the arena. Because I get it. Believe me, I've been knocked down myself. And I don't think people know what the left liberals do a lot by bringing what I call legal extortion cases against people and companies. I've had it twice where my company's been extorted by lawsuits by both Acorn and another group, and they asked for hundreds of thousands of dollars and to fight them off cause a fortune. And you went through it last week, and I think people need to be aware what goes on every day in our court system, and it's tragic. Um, how is Paul Manafort holding up under this situation? I don't know if you've spoken to him recently or not, but I'm just curious. I, I can't imagine. I have not been able to speak to him, unfortunately. I spoke to him before he was incarcerated based on charges that he was allegedly witness tampering, charges that haven't been tried. Very thin, if you ask me. Uh, look, this is a, this is a technique of, uh, of uh, Andrew Weissman, the lead prosecutor in Manafort's case. In the Enron case, he locked a 30-year-old accountant that he had a hunch about in solitary confinement for two weeks until he broke him, until he said what Mr. Weissman wanted him to say. And now Mr. Manafort, at 70 years old, not a flight risk, uh, certainly could his email could, and phone could be monitored. Instead, we have him in solitary confinement. Uh, these are conditions that are that I think are, are cute, cruel and unusual uh, when he hasn't been convicted of a crime yet. That's the real irony. Can this really be happening in America? This is the kind of thing that happened in Nazi Germany. This is the By kind the way, of thing that you can see happening in Russia, but not in the United States. It happens every day. This is just at a high level. With the guy on the street who can't afford bail for a thousand bucks, he could spend forever in jail. It's terrible, our legal justice system. Um, how has your access to, I have to ask, it's kind of titillating, to the president been, um, like, if you want to talk to him, if he wants to talk to you, like, what's it like to get through to Trump or to receive a call from the president? Well, I think at the current time, I get the impression, uh, and I've heard from friends, that his lawyers have suggested that we not communicate. Um, he has sent me a number of friendly messages through mutual friends uh, he likes it when I go on with Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity or Laura Ingram uh, or elsewhere on Infowars with Alex Jones, where we're fighting an extraordinary battle against censorship. They're really trying to kneecap uh, Infowars, knock them off YouTube, knock them off Facebook, knock them off the Internet. Uh, plus, he's going through the same kind of outrageous lawsuits, uh, bogus harassment lawsuits that are going to cost him millions. But uh, the president enjoys it when I'm out on those forums defending his record, defending his administration, and I will continue to do so. And he's certainly aware of uh, Mr. Mueller's pursuit of me. 
Uh, he has tweeted a number of sympathetic things about Paul Manafort, even though Manafort's indictment has nothing whatsoever to do with the Trump campaign. Uh, it is it's a vengeance. It is pure partisan political vengeance. Uh, and I'm sure that when the air is cleared, that the president and I will speak again. How do you think that social media comes like Twitter and YouTube, all these companies should be regulated? Uh, sadly, I have to conclude that they need to be treated like a public utility because they are not granting fair access. I said when I was um, banned from Twitter for life that I would be back with a lawsuit, and I will. I wanted others to charge forward and file the initial suits, most of them on grounds that I was skeptical could survive summary judgment. And in most cases, I was right. Twitter cannot be sued successfully on First Amendment grounds. Uh, uh, or the, even though they claim to be the public square, but they can be sued successfully on business grounds because they engage in monopolistic practices and because anyone who has paid them for promoted tweets has entered into a service contract with them. There is a lawsuit to that extent that survived summary judgment. It's going to go to trial. I think it is the opening. Uh, others will be joining me, and I'll have an announcement about this soon. Uh, but there is a there's a, a a demonstrable effort to kneecap us on the internet. It's impossible for me to have 150,000 Facebook followers at the Stone Cold Truth page on Facebook and have three reposts or five or seven. When during the election, I literally would have thousands. When I take the link to my new book, Stone's Rules, and I attempt to put it in a paid post in Facebook. Uh, it is rejected for political content when it's not political at all. Uh, when I go and take the Amazon link to purchase my book, Stone's Rules, and I put it through Google Shortener, it is immediately declared spam. So uh, they're limiting my reach on Facebook. They have me blocked on Twitter. You can go to the Stone Cold Truth YouTube page, which is vibrant and I get a lot of follows there. You can go to my Instagram feed at Roger J. Stone Jr., uh, Jr., uh, and uh, I have a lively following there. So, uh, but it, it is a war, and uh, sadly, my colleagues at Infowars have borne the brunt of this. So, what's the answer? Because it's just, it, it's like an onslaught every day of fake news and attacks. And I even read, I think it was yesterday, the little 12-year-old daughter of the Supreme Court justice was harassed in a park. How, how, what's the breakthrough here? You know, the right isn't well, going to I give mean, up. A couple different things. First of all, the president should order his assistant attorney general for antitrust to examine the practices of Facebook and Twitter and Google particularly, uh, and Yahoo and others and they will find that they are violating antitrust laws. Uh, the Congress uh, could certainly move to regulate social media uh, like a utility, and I sadly conclude that they must do so uh, to provide elementary fairness. Look, the left understands that the internet gave rise to the end of their monopoly on political discourse. Prior to a vibrant, robust internet, ABC, NBC, and CBS had a virtual hammerlock on the political narrative, they told you Hillary was going to win. They told you whatever they wanted to. There was no alternative platform to get alternative views out there. With the rise of a vibrant, robust alternative media in 2016, 
Donald Trump was able to get elected and was able to pose a counter narrative to the one put forward by the mainstream media. If you listen to them, Hillary Clinton had it in the bag. There was no way whatsoever that Donald Trump could possibly win, except for they were wrong. So uh, now they want to put the toothpaste back in the tube. That's what this is all about. They want to snuff out our voices. Then I suspect they want to rescind the Second Amendment. Uh, and then uh, they want to um, rig the voting machines. I reported yesterday on uh, two globalist British billionaires who are both favorites of the Queen, member of the Queen's Privy Council, which means they are protected, who have entered into a partnership with George Soros uh, to provide the software for 90% of the electronic computerized voting machines being used in the United States. That includes the machines being used in Broward County. So uh, it, it is that is scary in itself. They all are using identical software, which allows them to uh, bend the election. These two British billionaires, a lord and a knight, have been heard in the posh clubs of London bragging about their ability to scramble the election results. So uh, I think that that's being put in place for 2018 and for 2020. Uh, they, t they seek to take away our First Amendment rights so we can't complain about it or bring people's attention to it. I got it. Roger, I don't know what to say. I, I hope you're strong. Keep, I know you're strong. Keep being strong. I appreciate you being with us. I want everyone to go and buy Stone's Rules. It's a fantastic book. We can compare which rules are the best. I have so many that I loved. Roger, um, don't try not to buckle under the pressure that you're under. I was there at one time. I know the pressure that the government could put on you. And God bless you. And thank you for being with us. Well, I need people's help, Jack. And if they go to StoneDefenseFund.com, it would be a godsend. But many thanks. StoneDefenseFund.com. Thank you. We're going to promote it, Roger. Thank you very much for joining us. And we're going to push hard for you because it's ridiculous what the government's doing. And I think Trump should pardon everyone and just move on with the business of the hand. There's no Russian collusion. That's not bullshit. Anyway, Roger, thank you for being with us. I really appreciate your time. I know how valuable it is.